we were just talking about Crowder off the air. We, we have to talk about Crowder today. He is amazing. That show and that staff is just amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. Did you know dry dog food has a two- to three-year-old shelf life? It has to be able to sit on the... That means they've killed everything that's live in it. Killed it. Well, you need probiotics. Your dogs need probiotics. There's all kinds of enzymes and vitamins and healthy microbacteria, things that your dog needs. That's why, quite honestly, I don't want to get real too gross here, but you know why? You know how poop just doesn't go down into the grass after it rains? It just kind of like turns into rocks it's because there's nothing good there it should just wash away with the rain um and that's a sign that you know you got bad stuff going on in your dog's uh, stomach so here's the thing we tried rough greens and i'm telling you it's better than they even promised rough greens r-u-f-f greens.com slash back it has all of the good stuff your dog needs. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. You put it in there. They love it. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. I would love to hear from you if you are in New Hampshire. If do we even have... Do we have listeners in New Hampshire? I don't even... I do believe they exist, yes. Do they exist? Uh, if you're in New Hampshire, uh, hey, live free and die. Or no, live free or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to live free and die. That's a lousy slogan. <laughs> live free and die. Uh, anyway, if you're in New Hampshire, we want to hear from you. What do you think is going on in the primary today? We have the latest polls and... We have some really bad news for the no longer front runner, Joe Biden, in one minute. This is the Glenbeck program. You know, the, uh, the days of being able to look the other way are over. We don't have the luxury of being un- unaware of what mainstream media and big tech companies, Facebook, Twitter, even big mobile companies are doing. They are in bed with the left, and they are using your money, your information, everything, to work against everything that you believe. It's time now to rally around the companies who stand with us. The world is changing. Just 10 years ago, if you had a problem because, you know, your cell service, like Verizon and and, uh, the others, they are taking some of their profits, and they are pouring it into things like Planned Parenthood. Well, I don't want to give them money to do that. Ten years ago, we didn't have an option. Now we do. It's Patriot Mobile. It is the only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill, their profits, to organizations fighting for the values that you believe in. This is the, These were started by uh, Patriot military men. Uh, and they take and they uh, they donate their profits to or the right to bear arms, the right to life, religious liberty, supporting our veterans. It's veteran-founded Patriot Mobile. And the plans start at $25. And since all towers are essentially owned by four companies, you're going to get the same great service with Patriot Mobile that you get with all other carriers. So switch today. You have a choice 
Make your money work for you, not against you. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck, plus a free gift when you open a new line. Call their U.S.-based customer service team right now at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, and vote with your dollars. Vote with your feet. This one, you are going to save money. You're going to have the great service. Uh, It's much less expensive, and they support the values you support and your money with them is going to the cause that you believe in. Call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Well, a new Quinnipiac poll shows Bernie Sanders jumping out into his biggest lead uh, in any national poll of the Democratic Party. Bernie Sanders is now leading in this new poll uh, at 25 percent. Biden is at 17. Bloomberg is at 15. Warren tied with Bloomberg at 15. Buttigieg is down at 10, according to this new Quinnipiac poll. And Klobuchar is at four. Now, just before the Iowa caucuses, the top line numbers in Quinnipiac's uh, late January national poll Biden, 26. I remind you, he's now at 17. Sanders at 21. He's now at 25. Warren at 15. She's flat. Bloomberg at 8. He's now at 15. Klobuchar at 7. This new poll shows Klobuchar down at 4, but uh, she had a great night on uh, Friday night, and she seems to be surging. Uh, Judge up from 6 to 10 in the latest poll. There's also... Uh, something that is not really good. Uh, Biden has been counting on South Carolina as his firewall, where two-thirds of the Democratic Party voters are black. Uh, But the new National Quinnipiac poll shows support for Biden among African Americans uh, significantly dropping. Uh, Biden was at 52. He is now at 27 His support among African-Americans has nearly halved. Um, Sanders uh, was at at 15. He's now at 19. Bloomberg was at 8. He's now at 22. That's uh, in second place for Bloomberg. Yeah. A couple interesting things about this. First of all, obviously the Biden thing leads the conversation is that he's basically fallen apart. Though I still think his best point here is to say look i'm still in second place nationally Uh, he still is in second place so if you want to make a pro biden argument he is falling you know apart in some of these early states but he's still hanging around the top to me i don't i just don't see how he turns this around he's not a good enough candidate it would be one thing if he was a really good candidate that is having some bad polls he's actually a terrible candidate that has been leading despite himself uh, you know, look, this has been Joe Biden's to lose for a long time, but he's very good at losing. May I give you an example from I know I'm going on a limb here, but mm-hmm. trust me sure. for a minute and 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 I pray that I get this right. May I give you a sports story oh, no. that explains? Oh, this? no. OK. All, right. I, All uh, right. This is not a good idea, but go ahead. Uh, OK. One. I'm sorry. This is this is this is like your, you know, 12 year old art's daughter that has not ever watched a sporting event ever 
trying to make this case. So just give me the benefit of the doubt here and just treat me like your 12-year-old daughter who hates sports. One player noticeably absent during the XFL's kickoff weekend Saturday and Sunday was controversial former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Given Kaepernick's fallout with the NFL, one might expect he would jump at the opportunities to showcase his talent on a different stage uh, in order to lure offers. But that's not the case for Kaepernick. Um, Is Kaepernick being blackballed by the XFL? (laughs) No. Actually, according to recent XFL uh, comments uh, from the commissioner, Oliver Luck, the reverse may be closer to the truth. Speaking with NPR on Saturday... Luck shed light on the situation, confirming that the league had spoken to Colin Kaepernick about joining the league last year, but the former quarterback's salary demands were so exorbitant for any agreement to be made. Shocking. He was asking for $20 million when the average salary, sorry, when the highest paid salary in the XFL is 500000 <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, What happened to income inequality? Yeah, I, don't I know, understand. I know, I know. So here's, here's the thing. Uh, the reason why I bring this up, I read that and I thought, he wants to play football as much as Joe Biden wants to be president. <laughs> so true. It's <laughs> right? so true. He doesn't want to play football. Yeah, no, he doesn't. If he wa- he just wants to continue to be a victim. Mm-hmm. And so now, is he blackballed by the XFL? No. He made it impossible for them to do it. And I think Joe Biden is in the same situation. He doesn't have the drive. He doesn't have the fire for it. I think he's done his time. I don't know why he's doing it right now, but I just don't feel... You know how Hillary Clinton, she felt like she just... What? I'm the queen. You're going to coordinate me. You're, you're going to... You're going to, you're going to give me the crown yeah. because I've paid my dues and it's my turn. Mm-hmm. And you could feel that mm-hmm. from her. With Biden, I just feel from him, I really don't want this job. I really don't. I mean, I'm doing it because, you know, maybe everybody is telling me I'm the only hope against, but I just don't want this job. You know, I it may be that. It may be that he wants the job, but he doesn't want to do the work to get it. You know what I mean? He, he I think he kind of feels like... You know, well, he's he old. Wanna... He's old enough to remember the times when it was just a coronation. Yeah, you know, you would do. You would know. Okay, that person came in second this time, so they're probably going to be the nominee the next time. And you I think know he's I mean? legitimately frustrated that someone like Mayor Pete can beat f- former Mayor Pete can beat him. <laughs> right? Like right. I, that is, I, I think, legitimately frustrating to him. He should be able to honestly be coordinated over former Mayor Pete. The guy was, you know, there's no reason for him to be competitive in this race, though he's clearly outperforming Biden in every step. I mean, when it comes to fundraising, when it comes to debates, when it comes to these interactions, when they're going back and forth. I mean, Biden came up with a great ad that we played yesterday, Mm. which kind of belittled Mayor Pete's uh, experience level. But I don't think it's going to work because it, it feels desperate. You know, he, he's only turning this stuff on once he's losing. Now, you know, Donald Trump came out and bashed all of his opponents right at the beginning. It was his way of doing things. And right. It felt fine. With Biden, he was, hasn't done any of this. And all of a sudden, he loses one primary and he completely changes tactics. I don't think it feels authentic. I still think it's a good ad. But it's, it's it, I don't ad. think it's going to work. It's a great ad. I think, if anything, it might actually 
Like, can we play that? Can we play that ad in case you didn't hear it? This this is one of the best ads either of us have ever heard in politics. It's it's definitely one of the best ads I've heard since since Reagan uh, was around. Watch. Barack Obama called Joe Biden best vice president America's ever had. But Pete Buttigieg doesn't think much of the vice president's record. Let's compare. When President Obama called on him, Joe Biden helped lead the passage of the Affordable Care Act, which gave health care to 20 million people. And when parkgoers called on Pete Buttigieg, he installed decorative lights under bridges, giving citizens of South Bend colorfully illuminated rivers. Ooh. Both Vice President Biden and former Mayor Buttigieg have taken on tough fights. Under threat of a nuclear Iran, Joe Biden helped to negotiate the Iran deal. And under threat of disappearing pets, Buttigieg <laughs> negotiated lighter licensing regulations on pet chip scanners. Mm. Both Vice President Biden and former Mayor Pete have helped shape our economy. Joe Biden helped save the auto industry, which revitalized the economy of the Midwest and led the passage and implementation of the Recovery Act, saving our economy from a depression. Pete Buttigieg revitalized the sidewalks of downtown. South Bend by laying out decorative bricks. Okay, and stop, stop. This goes on, and it is a great ad. And if it's Pete Buttigieg, that's the ad that I think Donald Trump is going to be running. Right, and it will work for Trump. It's oh, not going to work for Biden because yeah. it's, it seems inauthentic. He hasn't been doing this at all, and then he loses a primary to this guy, and all of a sudden he's on the attack. But they it, should have picked this up, this tactic up a long time right. ago. But it's not just that, honestly. I don't think it's just that he is... Uh, you know, he he doesn't want to work for it. I think he also is really cranky. Yes. You know, he's put up with all of the dirt from the Democratic Party, and he has had to carry the dirt for everybody. And now he's. I feel like he's saying, well, where is anybody carrying the dirt for me? And I'll give you an example of that in one minute. Taking seven months off uh, of work to recover from an injury isn't an option for an awful lot of people. Uh, And among their number is Robin from Ohio. She works in a correctional facility and she broke her wrist and was given the bad news. You need to take a lot of time off. Uh, You need to take seven months off. And she's like, "I I can't take seven months off. So, after hearing about Relief Factor, she began to take it regularly. Much to her astonishment of the occupational therapist, Robin was able to return to work three months early. The swelling and the pain had gone down. She had been able to recover rapidly. Now, some people are born tough, but even Robin admits that she's thankful she had Relief Factor to help her get to the other side of the pain and get her life back as quickly as possible. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain, and it works for 70% of the people who take it. It costs nineteen ninety-five to start with their three-week quick start pack. And if, look, if it doesn't work in three weeks, it's most likely not going to work for you. So you'll know, but you'll know that you you also could get your life back. I did. Robin did. It's your turn. Try it. Relief Factor, the natural and drug-free way to ease your pain and get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. We pause 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay. Let me give you Joe Biden on CBS. He is speaking to Gail King in New Hampshire. 
as he tries to move past his surprising fourth place performance in Iowa. When he was asked, is this a time to regroup and reassess? Listen. Mr. Vice President, the president's also been going after your son. And Lindsey Graham uh, told CBS News, uh, the Justice Department is vetting information from Rudy Giuliani about your son's work in Ukraine. <laughs> are, are you concerned a federal investigation you, may be launched? Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> are you concerned a federal investigation may Giuliani. be launched? Rudy Giuliani. Are you concerned a federal Ru- investigation? No, from, look, I, I expect, look, I expect Trump to do the same exact thing he's been doing. Why has he been attacking me from the beginning? Why did he risk, and he should have been impeached, why did he risk getting convicted by going to a foreign leader to say, don't, you don't have to give me anything on Biden, there's nothing to get, just tell me that you're going to investigate him so I can hurt him. Have you ever seen a sitting president so as true. concerned about a single nominee and trying to stop a nominee? Mm-hmm. Do you think your son I, is fair game, Mr. Person, Pres- Mr. Vice President? Do you think your son is fair game here? His son or my son? Your son, Hunter. I don't think I don't think our sons are fair game at all. No one has said he's done anything wrong except the thug Rudy Giuliani. Come on, Rudy Giuliani, a Mr. character witness, Mr. Vice President. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking. I mean, listen to that. So fake. Listen to that. So fake. He's he's on the ropes. They're actually asking him, beginning to ask tough questions because this stuff is coming out. It is coming out tomorrow on my Wednesday night special. It airs at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV. What we've done is we've I've decided because of the success of these specials, what I do best is put pieces of the puzzle together and tell you what's really going on. And so what we've decided to do is I'm still on the news and why it matters uh, every day uh, at five o'clock that airs now uh, replacing my half hour daily TV show. I'm on that. So we talk about the news of the day. And then on Wednesday, I give you an hour special like the special we just did. Tonight is China. Now, this is a three part uh, series. It's going to be broken up over several weeks. Um, but tonight is Joe Biden in, I'm sorry, tomorrow at 9 p.m. It's Joe Biden and China and what's really going on with Joe Biden. And we've done another uh, series on China uh, with Joe Biden, but you're going to learn an awful lot of new stuff tonight. And it is, I'm telling you, Grassley is coming after the Bidens and it is, it's right to do so. It has nothing to do with politics. Uh, I mean, if I was going to, if this was about politics, why would I waste my time telling you about Joe Biden? I think Joe Biden is going to drop out soon. Uh, I think his his support, when his support from African-Americans who are very loyal, when his support drops in half, which it just did, he's over as a candidate. That's what he had going for him. He's over as a candidate. What he's not over with is the corruption that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in. And it is really critical as a nation that we set this right. Otherwise, this is going to be happening over and over and over again. He is the most corrupt vice president in all of American history. That is significant. And we must set the record straight and clean this up. 
Otherwise, the next guy thinks he's going to be able to get away with it. I wouldn't want Donald Trump and his son doing this. I don't want Joe Biden and his son doing this. I don't want, you know, Pete Buttigieg or anybody else doing what Joe Biden has done with his family and to our country at your expense. And you'll see that tomorrow night at 9 p.m. You'll see that everywhere on all of our platforms and on Blaze TV. And I want to thank the subscribers for really helping us do this. Um, it's your subscription that pays for all of the research uh, that we have uh, we have done. There's also some uh, different news uh, coming out now. Uh, and this is really good news for the president. As long as it remains this way. However, the coronavirus is... I cannot figure it out. I've I've been writing to uh, my friends who are experts in these things, and I, I just, it's something, I don't know where to go with it. Because my my instinct, believe it or not, on this one is that it's okay. My mind, in reading things, says there's something wrong. So I don't have a gut on this one, which is really weird for me. Um, and so I don't know what I, I can't I can't roll the dice on this one because I don't I feel like I have no direction on this. And it's weird because this is something that I have looked for for a very, very long time and looked at. Um, but something's wrong, but I can't give you advice other than be prepared. Now, with that being said, if the coronavirus doesn't screw things up or you don't have deep state trying to screw the economy up this is great news for president trump americans say this is uh, that they feel like this is the best economy since the late 1990s 59% of americans say they are better off financially today than they were a year ago that's the highest since 1999, according to a Gallup survey. Their annual Mood of the Nation says this is the most optimistic reading that their survey has ever recorded. Other polls and surveys aren't quite as happy about this, but nearly all of them show Americans are far less worried about the economy and their personal financial situations than they were during the last presidential election. It gets better from here uh and i'll go into the deeper into this poll in a little while but that is extraordinarily good news for donald You're trump listening to glenn Beck. american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org so here's how good the housing market is right now buyers can purchase a home that is forty eight thousand dollars more expensive than a year ago, while still paying the same principal and interest. Do you have that? $48,000. Whatever you were looking at, you were looking at a home for $200,000. You can now look at a home for $250,000 and pay the same amount. That is a 16% increase in, in buying power because of lower interest rates. And it makes owning a home much more much more affordable. So if you're thinking about buying a home... The best thing you can do is call American Financing. Now, maybe you're thinking about refinancing because if you bought a home two years ago, already you can get a lower rate, a much lower rate, and you could save 
this is worth investigating, isn't it? A 10-minute phone call? Call them right now at American Financing, 800-906-2440. I use these people. I think they're really great. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Yesterday, we had the debut of Stu Does America. You can really watch good. it. Thank you very much. You can watch it for free on YouTube or wherever you the... get your podcast. Please subscribe now. The smell of the donuts. Oh. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you've joined us, including with Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, a podcast mm-hmm. you can find wherever podcasts are found and uh, daily on uh, the Blaze Radio Network. Before we go on, can I can MTV. I just uh, and TV? Can I just uh, mm-hmm. add this into the mix? Mm-hmm. Did you see any of Crowder's Stephen Crowder's coverage on the Oscars? It's really good every year. My. Gosh, that guy is brilliant. His staff is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things they pull off, uh, it just, I mean, this is, Steven Crowder is, uh, you know, I want to say King Kaiser, uh, but uh, like, a, like a Sid Caesar uh, of of television. No uh, higher compliment internet. than that in the year 2020. King Kaiser or Sid Caesar? <laughs> Which one are you thinking? Well, King Sid Caesar. Take your pick, either one of them. I feel like very he pulled off Olive is where I was going to go. He was, I mean, what an amazing. You know, you two, I was thinking Jack, Jack Benny. You two, oh, wow. maybe Jack Benny. You two, um, for being in radio this long and yeah. to do television and to not know the in, impact of Sid Caesar. Oh, oh there's, I mean, gosh, come on. I it's almost too much to state. Yeah. In, 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 in fact, it is sucks. too much. It's, it's too, too much. much to it, it, it means it by suck. talking about it in this venue. You That's both suck. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I actually? I got. Uh, I got. Uh, um, uh, C. B. Demille. Do you know who C. B. Demille is? Do I? Mm-hmm. Oh, C. C. Demille. Are you, C. the guy B. who DeMille. did uh, Cecil B. Demille? Yes. yes, and who the is guy he? Who did uh, Ten Commandments? Okay, one of the greatest directors yeah. of all time, yes. right? Him, we okay. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just got his megaphone from you know the movie studios where he's like, okay, action, <laughs> okay, and it says C. B. Demille on it. All right, cool. it's sitting in my office. Everyone in these movie studios that we own has come in and went. Who's that? Who's C.B. DeMille? I knew it. <laughs> Who's C.B. DeMille? Well, no one calls him C.B. No, they call no, him Cecil B. Who is Cecil B. Yeah, DeMille? DeMille? I mean, you're seeing a big, you know, right. yeah. director's uh, <laughs> megaphone, and yeah. it says DeMille on it. You'd think you'd put that together. They don't even know who it is. Yeah, I have a, Cecil B. DeMille. I have a megaphone that says B.T., and someone came in and said, who's B.T.? I said, Bartholomew Tent? <laughs> And they didn't even know Bartholomew Tent. No jerks. way. They didn't even you're know such him. Jerks. Is that a true story? Oh, my gosh. You're wow. such wow. unbelievable jerks, both of you. Have some respect for the people who came before us. All right. Uh, all right. So, anyway, Steven Crowder is, he is, a, what, let me just put it this way. He is pioneering, and he is going to be remembered as a pioneer of comedy on 
uh, on uh, lin- or on uh, streaming internet. He is really truly pioneering sure. it. He is great. He's great. And by the way, he's on the Blaze, so watch him Blaze TV. Really yeah. good. And I will say this too. And when you're talking about great content, um, it is my understanding that this Friday will be a new episode of Leakages with Pat Gray. No way. Now, if you don't, I mean, if you've not followed the saga as close, and I know you have. Yeah, well, who has obviously Pat has spent three billion dollars of his own billion. money. Yeah, of your well, own much money. of it, my own money. Well, it yes. was it was laundered through uh, through Privy Out uh, Bank. Yeah, uh, Privat <laughs> Bank, <laughs> and uh, and Devin Archer was also involved <laughs> in the financing of it. But this happened. Uh, so how long now? How many years? Well, it's, been, it's been a short seven years. Uh, <laughs> we, we leapt right back into action with right. episode two. Wow! Uh, yeah. okay. I feel I, I was here. a That's little Friday. upset because here mm-hmm. it is: the show launch week of Stu Does America. And Pat just comes in, just totally overshadows it with a new leakages episode after yeah. seven years. Like you couldn't yeah. pick another week. Yeah. Well, you were supposed to debut a long time ago. That's yeah. true. Remember? Yeah, correctly. that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, so that's what happened. I didn't think he was going to make the premiere last night. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah we were, were hit some with issues, a, weren't there? Yeah, we we hit we were hit with there a power, power yeah power outage here at the studios. The first time, um, and we were only off for about. About a, a second. second and a half. We are it was really fast. We're on some sort of essential grid where if the power grid goes down, we flip over to another power grid. But that was enough to have to reset everything in this building, and it took like six hours. And I'm not even sure that everything is reset Jeez. now. It's, it was crazy. Anyway, welcome to the program, Pat. What do you have on your plate today? Uh, much, actually, um, just depends on, uh, which direction we want to go. What I, what I liked, I guess the best, uh, from yesterday is just to show how extreme these Democrats are and we we know it, but they continue to prove it, uh, every single day. Bernie Sanders was asked about abortion and whether or not there's a place for any Democrats (laughs) in the party who are pro-life. Answers no. Here's what he had to say. Then is there such a thing as a pro-life Democrat in your vision of the party? I think being pro-choice is an absolutely essential part of being a Democrat. If you're asking me, if you're asking me, and and I think I may be wrong on this, I think in the Senate, probably 95% of the Democrats are pro-choice. You You are wrong on that. That's 100%. uh, In the House, maybe even a higher percentage. So that's kind of what this my news. I think pro. by this time in history, I think when we talk about what a Democrat is, I think being pro-choice is essentially an essential part of that. Is that incredible? Incredible. They well, to- you have to remember, this is a thing put on by NARAL yeah, and true. the Center for Reproductive Rights. So it's not like he's going to like, you know what? I, I'm not sure you all have it going on. Well, well but you Yang actually put that. up a fight about it yeah. a little bit. He actually said, I'd rather, you know, see less abortions. There was a time when the Democrats were like, hey, we want them to be safe, legal, and rare. Mm-hmm. And no, now they're pushing long They gone. have absolutely yeah. aborted the word rare. They yeah. really have. <laughs> no, they're, I think it's almost gone. like they're pushing it. Yeah. You know, it, yes. Planned Parenthood is making so much money on abortions that it's like politicians and the Democratic Party have become almost like salesmen. Yeah, I mean, I, there's, did you see this? Uh, I'm sure you guys are on the TikTok, right? You guys oh, are, yeah. Uh, you guys, I know you're big on TikTok. Oh, sure. TikTok is sure. huge. Some woman posted a TikTok uh, gender reveal picture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, there was like the oh, little 10 second so videos. Bad. And yeah, she's like, oh, or gender reveal. And she's like, it's it's A. And then she turns to the sign around and says, boarded. Yeah. It's aborted. 
See, they, they killed the kid. Yeah. That's what's so funny about That's... it is they murdered the child. That was oh the funny. The punchline was the baby was, was dead. dead. Yeah. Right. Like there was a heart beating and now it stopped. And that's the funny part. Wow. Do you yeah. get it? Do you guys, did and you the get it? the celebratory part. Yeah. The celebratory part. That's, it's... They hit off streamers and all this other stuff. And like, and look, that is the attitude of the modern Democratic Party. I mean, the, the sensible thing to say if you're a pro-choice person there as a politician is to say, look, look, we want everyone to be you know, a Democrat and vote for Democrats, obviously. If there's someone who's pro-choice or pro-life who wants to be a Democrat, we welcome their vote and we will try to convince them, right? Yeah. That's what I would say about a pro-choice Republican. Well, if you're supposedly right? a big tent party. Yeah. But they're yeah. not. You don't have I a mean, t- look, not socialists place- have to understand, and people who are not socialists need mm-hmm. to understand, you either march with them or mm-hmm. you're out. You're mm-hmm. either with them or against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why there are death camps and re-education camps. That's why it always ends that way, because you are, they are strident. They know better than you do. And if you don't play ball, then you don't have any rights. The state has rights. The state issues rights. This is the, this is the thing that most people are missing. And you're like, uh, hello, wake up. You, you cannot have... A Bernie Sanders-style socialist and the United States Constitution. They don't mix. They don't mix. No, it's absolutely right. And do you remember how crazy they used to go when there was even a hint that a Supreme Court justice might be uh, put to a litmus test by a Republican to see if they're pro-choice? Yeah. Are you not doing a litmus test on abortion? Well, that's... That's all they do now. You, you mm-hmm. can't have a place in the party. You can't have a place yeah, for, in elected office if you're not uh, pro-death. Yeah. For, forget being a justice. You can, you're not even allowed in the party. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, 95%, there's not one, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's not one Rep- uh, Democratic senator. No. Now, that, there's some that say that they're Is pro-choice. Manchin? I don't think Manchin. I, I think Manchin's pro-choice. Wow. Uh, the only one, like, Casey, maybe? But I mean, I, like, there's not a lot of them. And no. if they are, they're and really they're, bad they're, at it. Yeah, like they're, pro, they're, Harry Reid used to say he was pro-life. Yeah, Harry he had a one hundred percent rating from Nayral right. many years. Yeah. But but somehow he was pro-life. Yeah, like I mean that's just it's a, it's an insult. I'd rather have someone who's honest about it, like Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but the good news is he was only lying to God about that. <laughs> you know that what I mean? Good right. news. You're not yeah, that's good. Judge. good news. You're guys yeah. are judging, are you? No, no. he's going to burn in the uh-huh. fires of hell but, eternally, uh, right? Right. But we're. I mean, I'm not judging him. Yeah. Lake of Fire, I'm just all saying. that stuff. But but he is dead. That's definite. Oh yeah, no, he's oh, yeah. no. They 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 were building vacation homes for him on both sides of the lake. Really, of Eternal Fire. Yeah. That's nice. So he's at least going to be wealthy. Yeah, uh, but I don't want to judge. I don't want to. But judge. here's the oh, good no. thing about about eternally burning. You're never consumed. Never consumed. Oh, that's never nice. Con- yeah, yeah. That's always burn, on fire, but never, never consumed. consumed. Oh, okay. So it just doesn't stop. Right. So you're always on fire. Right. Yeah, it's cool. But so it's he'll cool. have a lot, a lot of time to think about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pro life. Sometimes I feel like it's more, more fun when you call it en fuego. If you say en yeah. fuego, it feels more right? enjoyable. It's a little sexier. Yeah, yeah it is. Non. Uh-huh. Hello, welcome. I know it's not the French word, but it, it kind of <laughs> sounds like it. That uh, your table over here and. Uh, you'll be on fuego huh? <laughs> i suppose yeah 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 well, so that's the way i look at it so you're, but you guys aren't judging but i mean no, hell no no hmm? we're not judging no of course we're not, not as judge okay. we're, we're not as judge. he's gonna burn in the fires we just hell. know <laughs> it all. we just know we're not judging we're just stating the fact that's, that's all. all that's all we're doing thank you pat 
Packer Unleashed, a new yeah. episode of Leakages coming this Friday. Oh, Do we goodness. get this on the normal podcast? Is it on? Shut up. Or is it a separate release? What's the... Uh, shut up. Let's move on, please. No, By I, the way, Stu... It is really happening. They no, just... I know that. I know that, but... It's like really... No, it's... Mm-hmm. So... I'm not here to promote his $3 billion show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's, he's uh-huh. making money off the side with leakages. I'm not here. Oh, yeah. Okay? <laughs> he can go to Netflix with that crap. Mm-hmm. Not here. No? All right? Okay. All right. Well, you can subscribe to Pat Gray Unleashed <laughs> uh, and get the leakages episode, as well yeah. as uh, Stu Does America mm-hmm. on YouTube, uh, podcast, wherever you get all that stuff. So go do it. Please. Oh, I'm glad I we have a, We have $3 billion in budget shortfalls to make up. <laughs> uh, so we need your help. I'm glad I <laughs> can help my friends make money. Now, if they'd help me make money, I'd appreciate it. Why don't you do that? How about that? Do a commercial. Thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. I will. Do you ever wake up in the morning, Glenn? Nope. And you look in the mirror and you feel like that guy who opened up the Ark of the Covenant on Indiana Jones? Nope. Because uh, you look like it. And so I'm wondering if you've ever noticed it yourself. Uh, that would be a, a compliment if I looked like that. He was thin. Okay? He was thin. Fair point. Uh, as we get older, of course, uh, you know, there's a certain reality that uh, one degree or another, our skin's going to stretch. Our faces are going to sag a little bit. Well, if Valentine's Day is coming up. You can look 15, 20 years younger. You can do that with GenuCell's Breakthrough Jawline Treatment. No more turkey neck, double chin, or sagging jawline. And from now until Valentine's Day, it's yours free when you order the regular GenuCell for bags and puffiness under the eyes. You're also going to get the GenuCell immediate effects for free. Stuff gives you results in 12 hours. And here's the thing. You might say, well, I don't believe you. I don't believe it can, we can reform you from the person in the, in, from Indiana Jones uh, back into... Uh, the Glenn Beck that we know and love. Well, here's the thing. Guaranteed are your money back. So they've guaranteed these things. There's no risk here. Check them out today. 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Call in the next 20 minutes and get GenuCell's uh, Collagen Builder and Eyelid Lift free as well. Plus free express shipping. This is the last week, so order now. 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. This is the Glimbeck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you're here. Carrie in New Hampshire. Uh, how are things in New Hampshire today, Carrie? Uh, you know, it's a little raw here, but that's okay. Isn't it always a little raw up there? I mean, you mean cold-wise? <laughs> well, it is February. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we can see the ground, so before, it's not so bad for All winter. Right. Okay, so uh, what is happening on the ground? What, is, what are we missing nationally that you are seeing there on the ground? You know, it's interesting. If you go by yard signs, um, it looks like Pete is all over the place up here. Everybody's got, you know, text Pete signs. But the ground game in terms of people, I see lots and lots of the 20-somethings with clipboards and I Love Bernie stickers canvassing the neighborhood. Mm. So he's definitely got a good ground game in terms of people. So how many – have you seen any of the candidates? Have you gone to any of these things just to get a handle on any of them? 
No, because I'm a Republican right. and it would just be too torturous. You know, I understand. I understand. What is the feeling about Bernie, I mean, about uh, uh, Joe Biden among your neighbors? Really, we don't hear much about Joe. Um, it's, he's kind of not present here, to be honest. That's not good for him. I don't know if no, he's present. I, know. I heard this morning that um, one of his campaign managers has actually already left the state and has gone to South Carolina. So I think he's pretty much written off New Hampshire as a lot. I think you're right, too. I mean, he's made this public statement several times that, look, uh, New Hampshire tends to award uh, st- senators that are close by. Okay, thanks well, for your time, Joe. <laughs> I, I, Warren would be surging. Yeah, right. Well, Warren and Sanders are both there. I do think, do you, are you with me here thinking that Sanders is going to win this thing tonight? I, I think so. I think it's going to be a toss between Bernie and Pete, but I think Bernie's going to win. I think people were so ticked off um, with the, the last election that they're coming out in force to make sure Bernie wins and is successful this time. Yeah, I think Bernie's going to win, and it's going to be a relatively easy win. That's my prediction. It for should be, I don't know, because but... he was, what, 20 points ahead of Hillary Clinton? Beat, beat her by 22, I believe it yeah. was. I he, mean, if it's close yeah. between him and Pete, that's saying something. Well, but he's got Warren to deal with, and Warren yeah, is— Yeah, that's true. The, you know, Warren should do okay. I, I still think Warren— 15 uh, points. Yeah, I mean, Warren's not going to win this thing, I don't no. think, but she should be relatively competitive. But that pushes Biden to fourth again. I mean, can you go through? Where do you go? You've lost two straight states in fourth, and Klobuchar could pass him here. If he finishes fifth in New Hampshire, why is he bothering for, to stay in this race another day? Thank you so much, Kerry. By the way, you know, you should move to Texas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You want to really be free. Texas would be the place you ought to be. Um, thank you so much for calling. I'd like to hear from you on what you're thinking on yet another election day. I think Donald Trump's going to do pretty well. Um, let's uh, let's see how you feel about how things are shaking out. Preference to New Hampshire callers. Call us now, 888-727-BECK. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, New Year deserves a new pair of Tecovis boots. Start strong with that feeling of confidence and comfort that only comes with a real high-quality pair of Western boots. Even if you've never worn cowboy boots before, Tecovis has the perfect pair for you. Tecovis boots, they're made to honor the cowboy in all of us. And I don't care where you live, there is a part of you that's cowboy, honorable in your daily dealings, authentic in the way we live, committed to the ideals that built the greatness that is America. And every pair is handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers with no shortcuts or compromises ever. The styles are classic and handsome up any room they're in, and when you wear your Tecovis, I mean, you shouldn't kick down any doors, but it's good to know that you probably could. Tecovis, they haven't forgotten about middle America. Instead, they cut out the middleman, so you pay a fair price. Plus, free shipping and exchanges makes it simple. So find your pair at tecovis.com slash Beck. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Tecovis, Western goods for new frontiers. You know, I got to get back to that Bloomberg audio. We also want to thank you uh, for listening to us. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, and uh, get your voice on the air, especially if you're from New Hampshire. Uh, but we'll take your comments uh, from anywhere you are uh, at 888-727-BECK. But uh, priority to those in New Hampshire who are watching what's going on and anybody who was at the president's rally last night in New Hampshire, which is just dwarfed everything that the... The Democrats were doing. Remember, Barack Obama did not do that during his res- uh, his um, 
uh, yeah. re-election campaign. Yep. He could not get people outside of the, you know, Columbus, uh, Knights of Columbus Hall. Very Trumpian move, too, last night of kind oh, of yeah. trolling them oh, the yeah, night before yeah, yeah, their yeah. big primary. Yeah. Uh, it was so great. So great. Yeah. Uh, and I want to go back into the poll. Uh, some of the uh, best economy news uh, since the 1990s, and in some ways... The best since 1946. Uh, Gallup says this is the highest numbers they have seen on the economy uh, since they began taking this poll. We'll have that and so much more, including your phone call, coming up next. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The best economic news that Gallup has ever taken. Also, the best economic numbers since 1946. And it's on how America feels about the economy. It's amazing. Plus, I want to talk to you if you're in New Hampshire. What's happening in New Hampshire? Is Pete Buttigieg really surging? Could he give Bernie Sanders a run for his money? The vote is happening now in New Hampshire. We take your phone calls next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, you you have anybody in your life that likes to kind of eavesdrop on your phone calls, and they're always like, they're just kind of, you're on the phone, they're just kind of listening, and they're like, who's that? What do they want? You're like, that's creeping me out, dude. Stop that. There's another type of eavesdropper that this one is harmful and annoying. Uh, cyber criminals love to eavesdrop on your uh, online activity and steal your private information. To combat them, you need Norton 360. Norton 360 is, you know, uh, a whole view of everything that is going on. You'll get a secure VPN that has bank-grade encryption. To help keep your information like logins and passwords more secure and private when you're on Wi-Fi. You also get a password manager that easily and securely creates, stores, and manages your passwords, credit card information, other credentials. And there's a PC safe cam feature which notifies you if cyber criminals try to use your webcam and helps block them. Now, nobody can prevent all cyber crime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get up to 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash back. That's Norton.com slash Flashback for up to 50% off. Terms and conditions do apply. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you are in New Hampshire, let's go right to Mike in New Hampshire. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you for welcoming me, Mr. Beck. I'd like to thank you and all of your staff for, for really the best investigative journalism um, with the best sense of humor that there is out there. <laughs> Thank you very uh, much. Truly, truly, um, you know, humor, humor reaches people, and it puts them at ease so they can listen to the truth. And yeah. the truth can, can be very tough. Uh, the old saying is, uh, the truth will set you free as soon as it's finished with you. Yeah. Uh, so, I like so the it, truth will set you free, but it'll make you miserable first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why the humor is good. Yeah. And, and be, um, um, 
I'll get right to it because yeah. I'm sure you have lots of other people. Uh, but I wanted to give that thanks out there. Thank you. Uh, I'm a uh, Ted Cruz supporter who voted for Donald Trump, and I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. Uh-huh. And I think Klobuchar will surprise people in New Hampshire today. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Back you up. voted. You were <laughs> Ted Cruz. You voted for Donald Trump, yeah. and now you're going to yeah. vote for Bernie Sanders in the primary. That's correct. And I'll tell you, I've listened to you every day. Okay. Um, this is this is why it's because I know Bernie's the most dangerous person, <laughs> but for the republic, for the republic, I think the lurch to the left by the Democrats has to be confronted, and Bernie is going to present that. Mm-hmm. So the challenge and the choice can be made. I know there's a lot to risk, Oof. but freedom for favors the brave, and I think we have to confront what's going on. Well, I will. I will tell you this, Mike. I would not. I would never. I would never urge this. Uh, but I understand your thinking, because Bernie is going to have a real conversation about real socialism, and and I've wanted a Bernie Sanders, Ted Cruz, Mike Lee kind of debate for a very long time. In fact, we invited Mike Lee and Bernie Sanders to do a series of debates about a year and a half ago. Uh, Mike agreed. Bernie would not. I'd love to have that debate because America does need to decide which do you want because they don't work together. Uh, and uh, uh, and so I, I welcome that debate and that discussion. But I have to tell you, that is one scary proposition. Well, even scarier is to, to slide that way without everybody being asleep and turn up to Romney time, you know, where he goes that way, but you never see it happen. Yeah. But the cold shock of water is what politics pays attention to. So we need that cold shock. Oh, by the way, I need a different pen, too. I need my, my uh, Romney sucks pen, too. <laughs> oh, uh, I am so to tempted to. Utah. I'm so tempted oh. to. To get one for you and and have them made and what it should actually be it should be it should be advertised as a red pin but it writes in blue. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate it. Uh, let me go to uh, Bob in New Hampshire as well. Hello, Bob. Good morning, Glenn and everybody. I just want to let you know, kind of to follow up on that last caller, uh, New Hampshire. In case you don't know, throughout the country or the world where you're broadcast. We have a a, a beautiful independent lane. He obviously was a Republican. So was I. Uh, Am I? This morning I I voted for uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg and then redeclared my independence so that I can vote for Trump in the fall. Uh, What? When you see these numbers come today, just kind of take it with a bit of a grain. Because as a Republican, you can vote. uh, You can vote wherever you want. Basically, it's it's pretty much open. Uh, you can vote as a Democrat. So no, of course, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That's not the way that it operates. What it is is that you have to be declared independent when you show up at the at the right. voting uh, you know, location. You have to declare Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. So when I went in this morning, I declared Democrat. They gave me a Democratic, yeah. uh, you know, uh, form to fill out. It's and functionally open, election, open though. You declare as independent, right? You don't have to actually be a Democrat to vote in the Democratic primary. It was my point. Um, which is is a is a, is a is a quirk that is not everywhere. I mean that, and it, it's a good thing. That you you is, should be able to go do that. Honestly, you should be you able to should, vote whatever primary you want. Holy cow! Yeah. Is that trouble? Yeah, but let, but here here's even a better thing for you is that my wife and I were at, at our brother and sister in laws the other night who are extreme leftist, Boston Globe style leftists. They're confused. They have no clue who they were voting for today. 
And then to follow it up, wait, wait. my wife who works for the evil empire, Walmart, was leaving work yesterday <laughs> and ran to a good friend of ours who's a 40-year local seven iron, union iron worker out of Boston. Same story. Him and his wife have no bleeping clue, and it's election day. Hold it. Hang on just a wow. second. Somebody who's an avowed leftist should know exactly who they're voting for, Bernie Sanders. Why are why is that not the obvious choice for them? The, the comment to me is that all of them have a little bit of what they would like, but none of them have everything. None of them have it all. So, <laughs> wow. There you go. Bob, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Let me go to Gail. Hello, Gail, New Hampshire. Hello, Glenn. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Are you going to vote for somebody else, too? Um, I think, well, first of all, I'm, I'm a registered independent. Okay. And as the previous callers have said, we can choose our ballot when we go in to the polling place. Um, I am actually, I lean more towards libertarian rather than Republican. But uh-huh. I think... I've been tempted to vote for Bernie just for the joke factor because I think he's, <laughs> you know, he's just so much fun. Um, oh, God, <laughs> this is like shocking to me. I didn't, I had no idea that so many people. I mean, three, the first three phone calls. I had no idea. Well, we're your listeners, Glenn. I, You're not going to get a lot of Democrats. I know, no, I, no, I know that. I just didn't know that so many Republicans or so many Independents would go in and go, "Yeah, I'm just voting for the jokes." <laughs> the well, I'm not going to. I decided that would be a wasted vote, which actually they're probably all wasted votes. Um, but I think I'm probably going to vote for Klobuchar because she's the only one who raised her hand at the last debate when the question was asked whether socialism was dangerous for the United States. Yeah, I mean, and to, to back this point up, we had Mike Lee in here a while ago, and we have this big board behind Glenn that has all the candidates broken into categories of, as to how they can, you know, who has the best chance to win. And we said, you know, Mike, you work with a lot of these people. This is when Harris is in the race and Everybody. Booker, everybody's in the race. Of all the candidates, who do you think is closest to understanding the Constitution? And he looked up there for a while, and he said— Klobuchar question mark yeah. there wasn't like a strong yeah it was like oh you know who has, but, you know who has uh, constitution underpants is as Amy Klobuchar yeah it wasn't that it was but it, you know <laughs> among that field you know you say maybe she was the least risky to the republic I would say yeah. is the way he he seemed to look at that and and I'm tempted I, like I go back and forth on this because I think someone like Klobuchar who is a little bit she actually is a little bit certainly more moderate than a sanders and maybe does understand at least some of the basis of the of this country um is would be a better fallback than a bernie sanders presidency if there was an election between klobuchar and sanders i would vote klobuchar however right. she very well may, might be tougher to beat than a sanders Part of me thinks maybe Sanders is in the race, you know, like uh, Sanders worries me because if he is the he the, wins. if he's the nominee and it looks like in, unless it's like 70 to 30, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Donald Trump, the Which closer we get, if it no, it won't be if it looks at all close, the stock market will bake in yeah, right. a possible Bernie. 
and it will spiral the economy and then, early. And then that will help Sanders. It will help Sanders. Trump because, is still president at yeah. this point. See, this economy, yeah, there's right. capitalism. I mean, Bernie Sanders. That point wins me over. I think I, I, think yeah. I, don't, I, like, I, I don't want Sanders to win this nomination because no. when it gets down to I two want people, the debate. anything can happen. Right. I want the debate, too. But Sanders is legitimately dangerous to the future of the country right. in a way that is unique even compared to Elizabeth Warren in yes. this field. Yes. And, you know, I, it, there's nobody in this field that is, is uniquely dangerous to the foundation of the republic than Bernie right. Sanders. Right. He's an ideologue for 50, 60, 70,000 years, apparently. I don't know how old he is, but very long. Yeah. And he believes this stuff, and he's believed it for a long time. And he will go in there. He'll overturn the uh, the uh, filibuster. So, he, he will do everything yeah. he can. He's already, you know what, I have to look for that story. I have it here someplace on my desk a story that came out last week on the things that he has already his team has already started to outline the the executive orders that he is going to issue oh my gosh. when he gets in because he knows he won't be able to get them through congress and he's just going to so he's working on executive action right now and they are terrifying absolutely terrifying it takes this country and our constitution apart uh, but it's going to be really interesting if he wins and he wins the next uh, three elections. Uh, he's going to have real momentum, real momentum. And uh, with the Democrats trying to back up and go, OK, well, wait a minute. You Democrats who have been playing footsie with the left and saying, oh, well, they're not dangerous. They're not this. They're not that. Mm -hmm. They're not really socialist. You're going to find out who they really are. uh, And uh, it should terrify you. It should absolutely terrify you. And then where do you go? Do you go just do you go and stay home because you can't vote for Donald Trump? Or do you actually fight it because your party is about to be lost? And when Bloomberg comes in and the Democrats try to do some some funny business to be able to get Bernie out again, the left is not going to take it. Remember, Bernie has said the target isn't just Donald Trump. The target is the Democratic Party itself, along with Donald Trump. You're in for a you're in for an interesting mm. summer if Bernie Sanders uh, sweeps tonight in South Carolina and Nevada. He's leading Nevada before. Oh yeah, before Iowa. If he wins this, he's going to win Nevada, and then he's got a path. Somewhere in America, within the sound of my voice, there's a man walking into a bank to transact his business. He's not a boastful man, but there's an air of earned pride that floats around him. He's not a flashy dresser, but you notice him. Nonetheless, I think it's because of his integrity. The thing you might notice first about him, integrity. When you glance down to his shoes, he's wearing boots, clearest sign of all. The clock sound of the heel on the marble draws the gaze. He's wearing Tecovis boots. Now here's a pair of boots that were handmade with love and affection. It took, it took somebody 200 steps to make those boots. The fine leather speaks of a timeless traditional uh, uh, style. They're twice the quality of a similar priced boot. Twice the quality. Half the price of a boot of similar quality. That man walking into the bank is what you want. Man of integrity. Man who knows value. 
man who knows quality. The boot that shines with the integrity of the cowboy speaks to the longing of the heart for the new frontiers of America. I have good news for you. Tacovis didn't stop at just this one pair of boots. Tacovis has your boots. They're waiting for you, for your frontier. Go to T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. That's Tacovis dot com slash Beck. Tacovis, Western goods for new frontiers. Ten seconds, station ID. Let's go to Matt in New Hampshire. Hello, Matt. I guess we're going to Sean in New Hampshire. Sean, go ahead. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Good. What's happening? Not much. So I have a prediction. All right. After tonight, Elizabeth Warren will be out of this race because she will come in fourth or fifth. And Bernie is going to win, unfortunately. And I think Joe Biden might be out of this race because I think he's going to come in fifth. So uh, Pete is going to be where do you think? Where do you think Pete's going to be? And where and and so who's in second or third? I think Pete will be in second and Amy will be in third. Well, that'll be big for Amy. Yep, that'd be big. Because Biden, his rallies are attracting maybe a hundred people. Maybe. How did it? how did it feel yesterday with Trump coming to town? What what did you feel from your neighbors and people who don't think like you? Um, did they say anything? Well, I have to. I have to be honest. I don't hang out with too many socialists. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't really know how they felt. Right. Okay. But All I right. will say this: the Trump rally. When I went in the summer when he came here, there was a, about a thousand protesters outside of his event. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even get any protesters to show up to his event last night. Is that because they're fair weather protesters? They're summer soldiers? No, no. These were when I went in the summer. They were true radicals, like the Antifa. Wow. Um, true, true radicals who want the revolution. So were they out busy canvassing for Bernie, do you think, or just have moved on from Trump? No, I think that they're, they're defeated. Huh? I think that they look at this field and they, that they don't have a chance. Hmm. Uh, and there's no energy on the left. There's no groundswell of um, real chatter or support for anybody on the yeah. left. Yeah, it's, I've lived. I lived in Vermont. I've lived in New Hampshire. I've lived in Florida. I've lived all around. And with living in Vermont, you meet a lot of radicals. Yeah. Um, and I know Bernie Sanders. He comes from a dirt shack with no floor. Who used to write articles for dirty magazines right. for the first forty years of his life. Right. But he has gone into public service where he's become a millionaire, which is always so great and perplexing at the same time. Sean, thank you. Let me go to uh, Matt in New Hampshire. Hello, Matt. Hey, hey Glenn. It's uh, nice to be on here. Thank uh, you. I was at the Trump rally last night. Yeah. And uh, the, it, was, it, was, it was intense. So I'm going to tell you right now that Don Jr. is going to be uh, a guy to look out in the future. I mean, the people went nuts when they saw him. Hmm. He's actually um, like he's funny. He, he, it's interesting. He's really like a, he's kind of what I think Donald Trump would be 
if he was not the president but was like a media personality today because he's very yeah. like he very much has that troll of the Trump family thing mm. going on and he's and mm. he's funny he's actually you know he's he's pretty good at it mm. it's interesting to see him i he doesn't seem to me to be a politician necessarily he seems to be more of like almost like a media personality yeah um i i know that uh, i have a lot of friends that went to the bernie sanders uh rally last night in durham in durham new hampshire which is at unh it's at the college there which there's 1500 kids that go there uh, i mean 15,000 kids that go there and there's it, it fits 7,000 i believe so i mean it shouldn't be hard to pack the strokes i know played with them which is a pretty relevant band today mm-hmm. and all my friends and some of my friends went that aren't even they're they're conservative and they just wanted to go see the strokes to be honest with you uh which and, I thought was and how many people went to that I, I I saw pictures and it looked it looked full. I'm not gonna okay. be honest. It looked all right. Full. That's good. So. And how many people yeah. went to the Trump rally last night? It, it was full. So the capacity there is eleven. Uh, I think eleven thousand fifty, maybe something like that. It's it's pretty up there. And then there was about five hundred people outside that were still waiting to get in. And it was cold and rainy. My dad and I went early to make sure we could get in, and it was it was terrible. I mean, in the morning it was just rainy and gross and snowy and wet and cold and yeah it was so people don't care prediction on how this is going to end tonight bernie will get it i don't think new hampshire is as much of a cluster as uh as you have in iowa no that's impossible (laughs) no florida is not even that no and i think what will happen is that uh booty judge is going to be the runner-up i think elizabeth warren is nothing i don't think she's worth anything here um, after that, I don't know, maybe Joe Biden. We have a lot of older people that are still Democrats, even though they're mm. not, and they believe that Joe Biden is not a socialist, I guess. I don't know. Third keeps Biden alive. Uh, third is enough yeah. for him to continue, yeah. I think. Uh, Fourth or f- yeah. definitely fifth, fifth, I think he's, he's out. Um, I think he's out. would be a remarkable turn of yeah. events. I mean, the guy was the front runner a week ago. Yeah. Or a little over a week well, ago. Well, that's what everybody was saying. I mean, I know the polls. Look, the, the, I, I stand by my shoe shopping analysis, uh, analysis. This is the Democrats are like going shopping for shoes with a woman. <laughs> they'll try them all on. And most times they'll walk out without buying a pair because they just couldn't find the right pair. They're all pumps. They're all the same. What do you t- buy a pair? <laughs> nope. You're listening to Glenn Beck. They all make your feet hurt. Valentine's Day is now three days away. Three days away. All the displays are out in the stores, and there's tons of options to choose from. And I can tell you from experience, nothing compares to the fresh and beautiful rose bouquets of 1-800-Flowers.com. If you want the bouquet that is guaranteed to impress, you're going to want to go to the official florist of Valentine's Day, and that's 1-800-Flowers.com. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to give you a special here in a second for uh, for roses, uh, but I will tell you, they have... You know, like my my wife loves peonies, and um, and I think they're beautiful flowers. Yeah, get her roses for really really special occasions, but it's not her favorite flower. Her favorite flower is peonies. Now, if if your wife or your girlfriend, you know, doesn't like roses, it, it, it maybe doesn't even like flowers. Go to one eight hundred flowers dot com and see what they have on the website. It's amazing. Some of the best treats and. It's just great. And right now, you can get a 24-stem colorful rose medley plus a vase for only $5 more, 18 red roses for $29.99, or upgrade to the 24-stem uh, colorful uh, rose medley, 5 bucks more. Do it now. 
Use the promo code BECK at 1-800-Flowers.com. So Stu Does America debuted yesterday, number 37 on the charts right now. Um, Glenn Beck program is number 17. Let's make this happen. Let's make Stu Does America beat the Glenn Beck program today. Go subscribe. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's a primary day in New Hampshire today, and Bernie Sanders looks like he's leading, talking to a lot of people from New Hampshire. We'll go back to the phones here in a second. I just want to go over a Gallup survey that just happened. 59% of Americans say they are better off financially today than they were a year ago. That's the highest since 1999. Nearly three quarters predict they will do better a year from now. The most optimistic reading that Gallup's annual Mood of the Nation survey has ever recorded. Now, I want to give you some uh, some more detail on this. But remember, this is critical for the president to be reelected. If people are confident in their economic situation, they are just not going to rock the boat. Um, and, and Gallup goes and they look at why people feel this way. And let me give you a couple of examples. There's a guy who runs a roofing business in Michigan, just outside of Detroit. He said around the same time, the last presidential election, he had enough jobs to keep one crew busy, but some of the gigs were just uh, barely profitable. Today, he can keep three crews busy during the spring and summer months, and he's been able to raise prices, giving people estimates at $20,000 of a total redo on a roof, finding that, quote, they don't even bat an eye anymore. He said, I'm driving a brand new uh, 2019 Ford F-250. I've got work coming out of the yin-yang. I'm doing okay. Four years ago, I couldn't sleep at night. That's a huge turnaround. Now, they like to ask people uh, why they feel this, uh, why they feel this way and why they're hearing near record levels of people saying their income and wealth are rising. Could be that their income and wealth is rising. Um, I have only seen, this is according to the uh, surveyors, I've only seen this many people mention income gains twice before. In 1966, after the 60s expansion, and in the year 2000, after the 1990s expansion. Interviews with six small business owners across the country all acknowledged the economy had turned around under President Barack Obama, but they pointed out that three more years of steady growth, solid job gains, gains and additional stock market records under Trump had turned cautious optimism, optimism into full-blown optimism. Business owners varied in how much they credit uh, Donald Trump personally, but all had examples of how they had more work than they could handle and were buying equipment and bringing on new people in ways that had not happened since before the Great Recession. Trump's approval rating on the economy has hit an all-time high, according to a uh, Washington Post-ABC News poll last month. On Friday, the Labor Department reported that the U.S. economy added 225,000 jobs in January. You know what we don't hear anymore? The number of jobs saved. 
Remember that? Yeah, now it's only created. Yeah, now it's only created. <laughs> Donald Trump won't even save a job. Do you he hasn't this guy? even saved one. He won't even do it. Right. I mean, remember when they used to have to do that with Obama all the time? Well, the 45 million saved or created. You know, if, if it wasn't for Barack Obama, no one would be employed. But he saved all the jobs in the United States. That's, we were supposed to believe we that were. every month. Every month, and they reported that. Saved or created jobs. Many workers have also felt better off financially thanks to tax cuts, cheaper gas prices, and minimum wage increases in more than 20 states. This is what's amazing. Tax cuts. Who do you have to credit? Cheaper gas prices. Who do you have to credit? You know what was amazing that I never thought I would hear in my lifetime, and I knew we could see it if we set our minds to it. America is now energy independent. We do not need energy from any other country in the world. Do you know how great that is? That makes us one of the strongest nations, if not the strongest nation in the world. If you have all the energy you need, if you can access and refine all the energy that you can use, that makes you a defensible nation that makes that makes it nobody is going to threaten us and us have to worry about well are we going to be able to afford the oil are we going to be able to have enough oil we're going to be able to put that into our ships into our planes also wage growth has inched up for rank and file workers in recent recent months economists say one of the biggest drivers of consumer confidence is job quantity Confidence rises when people feel as if it's easy to get a job, even if it's not a high-paying one. Job growth has slowed lately, averaging 182000 a month under Trump versus 220 a month in the 37 months at the end of Obama's tenure. But the health of the labor market is evident, with unemployment rate nearly half a century low at 36 the nation has added over 2 million jobs every year for the past nine years, an unprecedented streak of steady gains. Women today outnumber men in the American workforce for only the second time. Your chance of go listen to this one. Your chance of going to work tomorrow and getting laid off is lower than it has ever been going back to 1948. Now, think about what the country was going through in 1948. They were retooling from a war economy back to a peacetime economy, and all of the soldiers were coming back. Wow. Mm. That feeling of job security is very important. It's an upswing. The economy is, uh, one person said the economy would not be as good now without Donald Trump. I'd give Trump 80 or 90% of the credit, even under Obama, when it was good. There was no profitability. Now, this is really how, important. How do you lose? How do you lose? How do you lose with this economy? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he's like, yeah, I was watching the the impeachment thing and the economy and everything. And, like, I mean, what do you think the chances are? Is there any chance Trump loses this? And I'm like, well, Yeah. Yeah, yeah I is. mean, there absolutely is. And, and he's like, what do you think the chances are? I'm like, I think I would consider Donald Trump right now to be a slight favorite. Mm-hmm. Slight. You know, what, 55-45? Something like that? And he's like, oh, you're no way. It's I think it's a 90% chance he gets reelected. No. And, that, it, and that, that, will, that will help him lose the election. 
if everybody doesn't go out and vote, uh, he'll he could lose the election I mean, because to, yeah. he, he if you take for granted that oh no these are all weak candidates uh, no and you don't want I don't want change, a close but... election I don't want one mm. I want this to be you know it doesn't have to be a landslide but let's could we please you know all get out and vote yeah all get out and vote look forty what's the number forty forty five percent of people in this country no matter what, are going to vote against Donald Trump. Yes. Right? Yes. No matter what. Right. So, like, yeah, that. all that being said, you know, you have to think of this as one or two big news events timed incorrectly and the economy being the biggest one is puts him in real risk. I mean, if there's an economic downturn, if people the just perceive it, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Could, Even if it is all contained in China, but China can't get their goods out. Yeah. By by fall, there is a real crunch at the at all of the stores. You're going to have a hard time finding parts for your car. All kinds of stuff will happen and that that infection not just the coronavirus, but the infection on the global economy it can be earth shattering, mm-hmm. could be earth shattering. It really can. And, and you know, just you never know when it gets down to one on one, you don't know what's going to happen. This is the argument that uh, Democrats had in 2016, where they said, yeah, we want Donald Trump. He's the easiest to beat. Now, of course, obviously they were wrong on that, but that's what they wanted to happen. And it got down to a one on one race. You know, you had an FBI investigation announced 10 days before an election. Mm-hmm. You know, how does, how does that affect? We have no idea what could happen. Mm-hmm. And and this is why I think I am. I think I finally settled on. I don't want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee because you just don't want to put that much at risk. God forbid something happens with the news in the last second and and, and Bernie Sanders becomes our president. I, this is a guy who no, anybody wants who this has to be Cuba. Anybody who has a chance left is for me the only one is Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, Biden I think is fading so fast. I mean, Buttigieg judge is, is not none of these people are moderates, including no. Klobuchar. She's no, not I a know moderate that. either. I know that. Um, but you know, you're right. I mean, like out of the who's left and you want Bloomberg? No, God. never. Bloomberg people are going to be like, "Oh, he used to be a Republican." That will win people over. But Bloomberg um, is but, a is a fascist. Yeah, he's he, he is, is a fascist. He believes in all big government control of sugar, your body intake, how much money you're making. The ultimate progressive. Oh, he my is gosh. The ultimate. Him and Warren are the two biggest yes. progressives in this race. Right. Not socialists, but progressives. Right. And he, remember the thing about uh, Bloomberg that's different. Uh, yes, he is much more friendly to capitalism than a lot of these candidates are. That's that's true. On the other side of that, though, he is incredibly extreme. More extreme than Bernie Sanders on issues like guns. He is on climate. He's right there with Sanders. Yeah. He is on those issues where he's really left. He's really left. And as far as control of your individual life, uh, he wants Bloomberg total control. He wants total control. He wants total control. He thinks he knows better than everyone mm-hmm. else. Uh, I mean, just be careful what you wish for, because this thing could go any direction. I mean, honestly, I mean this sincerely. Would you be surprised, Stu? Yes. Would you be surprised today if NASA announced we made a connection with life outside of our solar system? I might be moderately surprised. Uh, But but, but not like... It's not like... What? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, wow, you're kidding me. But it would be quickly 
it would devolve, the conversation would devolve to, can you believe what, I mean, everything is changing. Everything we thought was solid is now liquid. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Can't keep up. Yeah, so don't, don't, be careful what you wish for. The idea of overwhelming the system, which was attempted by Barack Obama. uh, Is there. We're beyond his wildest dreams on that one. Uh, By the way, um, could I ask you quickly for uh, prayers for a co-worker of ours, Dom Theodore, um, he could really use your prayers. He's uh, uh, in surgery this morning and oh, um, and really could use your prayers. So please keep him and his wife uh, and his family in your prayers. And prayer, prayer, just miracles can happen. All right. So with Valentine's Day coming up, you're planning to take that special someone out for a nice dinner. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm guessing you. You don't want to give the impression to the people around you that your special someone is dating a Sasquatch. Uh, and, uh, and that means for your face or, you know, ladies or men, I mean, who am I to judge? Your legs. Um, you know, I keep thinking of the Dina Carter song, I Shaved My Legs for This. You need a uh, razor and a bottle of essential oil-based shave secret. That's all you need. Shave Secret is amazing. It is, uh, it's essential oils. It's a proprietary blend. Smells really good. You put three, maybe five drops in your wet hand. You put it in, rub it into your beard on your face, and the razor just glides across your face. It is, it's 100% natural. It's a secret. It's kind of like Victoria's secret. It wasn't a secret a long time ago. Victoria, I got news for you. Fancy underpants is not really a secret. That's kind of out there. Uh, but this, because of marketing dollars, has changed over the years, and people forgot this. This is the way to shave. It's available regionally at HEB, Wegmans Grocery Store. It's at Walmart. You can get it online at Amazon.com or just go to ShaveSecret.com. Use the promo code Beck on their website and get a 10% discount. It is really the best shave you've ever had with Shave Secret. Shave Secret available everywhere and at ShaveSecret.com. Promo code Beck, save 10%. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. Um, Stu's show premiered last night. It was really good, Stu. I went home and watched it, and it was Thank just you. really, really good. Um, the uh, You can find it wherever you find your podcast. It's on uh, YouTube uh, and Facebook as well. I think they put it on Facebook last night. I think yeah. some of it on Instagram, anywhere you can go. But if you subscribe, you can get every episode for free. We had an yeah. appearance from a Mr. Glenn Beck. Last night, oh, it first guest, fantastic! Yes. It was, was, it was great. great, really. Uh, and you hung around with those some some delays, so we we yeah, appreciated no, no, that no. very. It much. was a, it was a tough day for everybody yesterday. We had power outages here in in Dallas, and uh, you know I was sitting in the uh, sitting in my office, and we've been in this building what nine years mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the first power outage that I can remember at least. We've had earthquakes. Yeah, we've had earthquakes, no power, no outages. power outages. And I said to my, my first wife, day. I said, this is really weird. It's a, it's a, it's an omen. Um, it felt like an omen. <laughs> it is. 
And if you've ever watched The Omen, it doesn't end well. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, the, uh, I said to my wife, we are so fortunate. We all, the power went up and we all stood up like, what the hell's going on? What, what's mm-hmm. happening? There are countries, most countries, most places around the world, power goes out all the time. All the time. California used to rolling blackouts. You know, here in Texas, no, uh-uh, we, we're fine. We're fine. Most places in America. No, we're good. And it's 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 it was a bizarre reminder yesterday, at least for me, on how fortunate we really are that these things don't happen all the time. We were off for a second and the power is back up. How dare you? I know. You know, it's like it is that thing where like you're you're flying on a plane and you have and your Internet isn't working and you get complaining about it. Yeah. But 13 percent of the world has no access to electricity how, how much 13 percent of the world none no access think about that i mean 13 percent doesn't sound like a high number when you're talking about billions of people though uh you know the numbers add up pretty quickly it's hundreds of millions of people have no access at all think of this when i was talking I, I went and i spent some time with rick perry when i first moved down to texas and i went down and he was the governor and we were talking and i you know just getting to know him and and i said uh, you know tell me about yourself and he said i grew up on a little farm you know, here in Texas, he said, we didn't have running water. We didn't have electricity. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, no, places here in Texas, you know, you just didn't have it yet. It hadn't come to those areas yet. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Look at how far we've come. I wish we could just take a break once in a while and just go, hey, wow, look at the progress we've made. And not even the progress from 100 years ago. Just just the progress in the last couple of years. Can we just stop and notice how great it is to be in America? You're listening to Glenn Beck. Uh, when they were first thinking that Donald Trump could be impeached, you know, in the first year... They were actually talking, and this, and there were, I read some editorials of people saying, "Be careful what you wish for. Mike Pence will be worse." I mean, I thought Donald Trump was the, the Satan himself. How could he be worse? Every single Republican that has ever run, it's always they're the always worst. worst. I remember it was it was first it was uh, Giuliani is going to be worse than Bush. Oh yeah, I mean it goes back further than this, but I'm just saying like in recent history, Giuliani is going to be worse than Bush. Then it was uh, then when uh, then it was Romney is going to be worse than Bush. Because obviously Giuliani didn't win. McCain was worse than Bush. Then Giuliani. Then Romney was worse than Bush. Uh, and then obviously Trump was worse than Bush. And you know what? It doesn't seem possible now. But they started talking about it during the. the you know what? Who's worse? Cruz is worse than Trump. You don't want Trump. Cruz is worse than Trump. Like they will. Whoever comes next, they will find a way to say that they're yep. worse than Donald Trump, which doesn't seem possible today. But it didn't seem possible during George W. Bush either. Yep. All right, we're going to still take some of your phone calls from New Hampshire. Also, uh, I'm going to show you some uh, documents uh, that are coming from the Sanders camp on what they are considering doing in the first 100 days if he would become president. Welcome to the program. 
Today, Election Day again. This time, New Hampshire, the primary. Bernie Sanders looks like he's going to win tonight. If he does, and he wins again in South Carolina and Nevada, where he is way ahead, is he going to be the nominee? And how do you fight against that, Democrats? We told you not to get into bed with socialists. Now you're freaking out. Well, you made your bed and you're going to have to lie in it. How are you going to untangle yourself from the radicals that your party has become? The socialists and Sanders. What are his plans? In one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So let me tell you about LifeLock. LifeLock. LifeLock knows there are hackers everywhere. That 20-year-old kid sitting, probably hacking your website if you're in the coffee shop right now. You know, maybe looking at your home security cameras going, what's this guy doing here? He thinks he's safe. No surprise to anyone living in 2020 that hackers not only do these kinds of things, but they've streamlined the process with new types of software, and they can get their grubby little hands on really pretty much everything. And it is important to understand how soft, uh, how this software and cybercrime is affecting your life. Identity theft is a serious issue, and somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds. You might miss something if you're only monitoring your credit. That's why LifeLock is there. LifeLock will detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. And if there's a problem, their agents work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the threat that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. I want to talk to you a little bit about socialism. Uh, We are now in the throes of the real debate on in America on whether we're going to be socialist or not. And America must decide. We cannot keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We have to decide. Are we a free nation or not? In a minute, I'm going to give you some of the things that Bernie Sanders is now working on, dozens of potential executive orders, because he knows he won't be able to get them past the Democrats or the Republicans in Congress. So what is it that he wants to pass? I've written a new book, and it's out for sale today. It comes out, uh, what, April 7th, I think, and it's on sale today if you want to pre-order at Amazon. It's called Arguing with Socialists. Uh, And it is in our Arguing with Idiots uh, format. It is a four-color, every-page book. Uh, It's it's made like almost like a comic book in some parts of it. Uh, And it takes socialism apart piece by piece. But it starts with how to use this book, basically saying, look, I'm going to be real straight with you. This is who I am. This is what I believe. And if... You really want to know about socialism, you have to do your own homework. And everything in here is researched and footnoted, and we have about 100 page of footnotes afterwards. 
and look at it. Now, I don't think any diehard socialist is going to pick up this book and go, hmm. But curious people will. You are you uh, have a big influence, a big influence on the people around you. And socialism is all around you. And it's hard. I, I mean, one of the reasons why I wrote this book is for my own kids. Because they have a lot of socialist friends. They have people who believe in this stuff. And they don't know what they're talking about. And the socialists have made it very, very easy to buy into socialism. No, no, it's socialism like Sweden. We, we take Sweden apart. And we show you what's really happening in Sweden. We show you what is capitalism and what is socialism. And all of the arguments are there. So if you, if you want to, pre-order the book now. You can find it on Amazon. It's called Arguing with Socialists. It comes out in April. I wondered if we were going to need it. Because when I started writing it, I thought, okay, this is Bernie Sanders. He, I mean, he can't be the nominee. But look at the panic. This book can be given to your, your Democratic friends because your Democratic friends, the ones who don't believe in the end of capitalism, which I think is the majority, they're now panicking. They don't know what to do. Bernie Sanders is coming in, and let me just give you this. These are a list of potential uh, and possible executive actions from the Bernie Sanders campaign. Now, there are dozens of options for reversing President Trump's immigration policy, such as lifting the cap on the number of refugees accepted into the United States, immediately halting all border wall construction. Another option is to reinstate the Obama-era program that granted legal status to undocumented immigrants brought here to the United States as children. The list of potential executive actions include unilaterally allowing the United States to import prescription drugs from Canada and directing the uh, Justice Department to legalize marijuana. These are, these are executive orders. Declaring climate change a national emergency. Stu, what happens when we declare climate change a national emergency? I mean, in theory, you could basically do anything because just like the Commerce Clause, right? Everything's commerce. Well, mm-hmm. everything's climate. Every bit of economic activity can affect the climate in their, in their, you know, the way they've constructed this. So they can basically do anything. And if you declare a national emergency, we have like 54 national emergencies still on the books. Things that have been acted a long time ago. The executive branch never closes them down because it gives them power. And if you declare climate change, which, as Stu said, is completely all-encompassing, it gives the executive branch reason and the legal power to be able to do really everything. His national emergency on climate change, he has an executive order uh, being prepared banning the exportation of crude oil. So we're not going to be able to pipeline it around here. We're, of course, not going to build any refineries. We're probably going to shut down drilling sites. But we also can't make any money on crude oil. 
Other options in the document include canceling federal contracts for firms paying workers less than $15 an hour. Now, I just want you to know that sounds great, but where are all those wages getting paid? From your tax dollars. So if you want, oh, that's great. You know, the federal government, that only affects the federal government. No, that affects your wallet. Also, reversing federal rules blocking U.S. funding to organizations that provide abortion counseling. Now, these doc- this document was prepare- prepared by uh, Fayez Shakir, who is a radical, a radical. The people who are in uh, Bernie Sanders' office are people that have worked with Antifa. They are absolute radicals. As we continue discussing, this is what he wrote, as we continue discussing the early work of your presidency and the progress we can make, below for review is a brief overview of executive actions you can take earlier in your administration. We cannot accept any delay from Congress on some of the most pressing issues, especially like the immigration where Trump is governed with racism uh, and for his own corrupt benefit. Um. He is going to uh, put through in through legislative channels, uh, Medicare for all single health care system, which we told you would be the thing that they would do. They would put it in. It would collapse under the next president. And then they would say single payer health care. We told you that would happen. Now it's happening. He also is putting through the new Green Deal to remake the nation's energy system. Now, can I ask you a question? Have you been to the gas pump lately? Have you seen the price of heating oil, air conditioning, electricity? It may not be as cheap as you would love it to be, but I don't think we need to rework our nation's energy system. The worst thing we can do is introduce government all along the way. We are, for the first time in American history, since, you know, carbon fuel, energy independent. Energy independent for the very first time. That's never been true in my lifetime. That is, that's something we aspired to. So one woman told him in a town hall in Iowa in January, what are you going to do about the partisanship that prevents any good Democrat from getting anywhere in Congress right now? He said, quote, we're going to run a different type of presidency. Well, I don't know what kind of presidency that is. What do you mean you're going to run a different type of presidency? The president has to work through Congress unless you do it through fiat because You have emergencies that have to be done. You have to have these things done. Of course you have to have these things done. And we can't wait around. You and and I are going to go on a journey in the next few months with lessons about socialism. Because people don't understand how this is it. This is truly it. If Bernie Sanders gets in... There is no coming back from that. Bernie Sanders is a guy that stood 
with Russia during the years of horrid, horrid poverty and oppression. He said that what was great was the, and I'm quoting him, the chandeliers in the subway. What the hell is that? I don't need chandeliers in the subway. I need them to be clean, safe, and moving. That's all I need. We don't need chandeliers. But that's one of the things he was really impressed with, with the beautiful chandeliers. It was a collapsing society that was killing and oppressing its own people so they could have the chandeliers for the right people in the right places. This is who he is. This is what he believes in. This is what the Democrats have brought to America. And I'm hoping that if if they see what how close they are to a Bernie Sanders presidency, perhaps they will wake up. They should. Everyone, everyone I know that is a real big Democrat, even real, real, real liberal, not a socialist, not a Marxist, but an American liberal that has agreed with, I mean, just thought Barack Obama was the greatest thing ever. All of them are saying now, we, we can't have that. If Bernie Sanders, I've talked to, I've talked to people who are, they don't agree with me on anything. If Bernie Sanders is the Democratic candidate, I, I think I have to even campaign for Donald Trump. And they hate him. They just know that's the end of business in America. We go to you in New Hampshire here in a second. You know, it's not every day that you survive getting hit by a van, but that's exactly what happened when Joseph from New Jersey, who one day crossed the street in New York City at the precise wrong moment, that's what happened. He was rushed to the hospital. He was thankful for even living through this thing. But survival doesn't always come with a guaranteed recovery. For years afterward, Joseph had trouble doing yard work or even playing with his kids because he had so much pain. Then one day he heard about Relief Factor and Miracle of Miracles. Within a few weeks, Joseph got his life back. The pain he had been in ever since that fateful day began to melt away, and it has stayed away ever since. You know, I can relate to you, Joseph. I had the same thing. I just wasn't hit by a van, but I had the same thing, and millions of Americans feel the same way. I did what Joseph did. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain. And for 70% of the people, it works. It costs $19.95. Three-week quick start trial. Do it now. Drug-free. Natural. Ease your pain. Get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. We break for 10-second station ID. Really excited about uh, tomorrow night's uh, Glenn Beck uh, TV show, GBTV. Uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m., we've revamped the show. We do uh, an hour on Wednesday night of just exposing something. Um, and tonight, or tomorrow night at 9 p.m., we are exposing uh, China and Joe Biden. Joe Biden may not be the cam- uh, the nominee 
but we decided to do this um we saw the fall of joe biden coming and especially with iowa as well last week and we decided no it joe biden is this is not about the election no matter what democrats want you to think this is not about the election this is about corruption beyond your understanding and it must be rooted out we must we must talk to Hunter Biden about what happened in Ukraine. But if you think Ukraine was bad, I'm going to show you what happened in China and not the stuff that if you're watching me, you've seen before. Some of it you have seen before. Some of it you have not seen. And the real threat that China uh, poses to the United States, if we are unscrupulous, that's tomorrow night, 9 p.m., Make sure that you, uh, you're you around to watch that uh, special GBTV on blazetv.com, blazetv.com. Uh, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn and you'll save 10 bucks. It's one of those, there's a temptation, I think, there to, once uh, these figures leave the immediate political sort of orbit Hillary Clinton lost the election. Does she deserve to be punished for her crimes, uh, if any, if if ever convicted? Well, I mean, I you know, the, we lose passion for those things. Like Joe Biden drops out of this race. Is anyone going to care about what he did in Ukraine? Well, they yes. should. Yes, they, should, they have right? to. They yeah. have to. They That's have important. To. I think that was a secret war uh, fought by uh, by Barack Obama. I could be wrong on that, but I do know one of the largest money laundering schemes uh, in history, in global history, happened, and Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are key to it, and we've lost $1.8 billion. That's game-changing money. Mm. I mean, Venezuela, all they have left is $800 million. That's all they have left. This is $1 billion more than that. And look at the oppression that Venezuela can can do. This is This is revolutionary money. Uh, this is country, possibly globe-changing money. What happened to it? And this episode will be on YouTube as well, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I think it it's is, on yeah. YouTube. It should be on YouTube. So yeah. that you can get that. Also, of course, Stu Does America as well. You could subscribe to that and get all the episodes uh, there for free. And, you know, I know um, you've been going... It's going to be interesting to see you do this on a weekly basis because you've been doing these specials for a while, and I mean you've seen the results. I mean this moved the needle in a big way on on these investigations, particularly Ukraine, over the past uh, what six months, four months that you've been doing these uh, particular specials. Yeah. It's moved it a long way, and it, you know being able to do that on a much more regular basis is going to make an well, impact. It's it's uh, we hope so, and it's you know. It, Especially, I think you probably felt it maybe at home. Remember, we used to always say that, um, you know, the idea is to overwhelm the system. Well, we are truly overwhelmed. There is no way. I mean, think of last week alone, all of the things that were happening. Iowa, the primaries, the scandal of the voting, uh, the impeachment, the State of the Union, the scandals around that. Um, you know, the end of impeachment, the beginning of real inquiry. That was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday last week. You just can't, we can't do the news on a daily basis other than giving you quick commentary. That's what we have to do. If we really want to understand it, I've got to take my whole research staff and focus them on one issue a week. 
and then really give you what is happening there. Uh, and that begins tomorrow night on Blaze TV. Please join us. Become a subscriber uh, because it is your subscription money that is helping us pay for all of these things. And it's getting out, you know, already, what was it, the the within like 18 hours, there's also a million people that saw the last special, broke all kinds of network records. Um, and so the truth is getting out there. And um, we're doing our best to give you the information that you need. All right, let me take uh, let me take Joe in New Hampshire. Has been waiting for a while. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing good, Glenn. Uh, I just wanted to explain the um, the primary process here in New Hampshire. Um, the state is a semi-open primary, mm-hmm. so um, independents can vote in either primary. But if if you're a registered Republican, you can't vote in the Democrat primary. Forty four percent of the state is registered independent. And um, that's why we we swing every once in a while. That is a lot of those. A lot of those voters are are going to just play with this. There's no fun in the uh, Republican primary. (laughs) They're going to go play in the other. Thank you so much, Joe. You're listening to Glenn. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not good. Keeping a handle on your finances is both a long game and a short game. There are a lot of factors that come into play. Let me just run through some of the examples. Tesla went up 300 points and then down 243 points in four days. How about the liquidity crisis of the Fed's repo operation? You know, we saw a massive oversubscription again twice last week. We didn't even have a chance to follow that. The Fed refuses to say what's going on. This is something really wrong. Nobody knows what's going on. Okay. So what are you getting for Valentine's Day? Oh, how about coronavirus? Okay, let, let's let's just talk sanity. When the world stops going down the road of insanity is the day I will stop telling you, you need to diversify. You need to put some of your money in gold. It's getting more and more insane every day. Bernie Sanders may actually be the candidate. Put some of your money in gold. Plan ahead. Call now. Get all of the information at 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Stu Does America debuted last night. I would love for you to go watch it. You can go to uh, youtube.com and subscribe there and get it wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to it. It's election day up in New Hampshire today. Uh, Pete Buttigieg looks like he's starting to falter and fall back, at least in the national polls. Joe Biden in the national polls has lost half of his African-American support in the last week since Iowa. Looks like Joe Biden is is pretty much toast. Um, And Bloomberg looks like he's starting to surge ahead in the national polls. It won't help. Uh, that there's a couple of pieces of of audio that have been leaked now of Bloomberg. Here's the first piece of audio, um, uh, Bloomberg on minority crime. 95% of your murders and murderers and murder victims fit one MO. You can just take the description, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the top. They are male minorities, 15 to 
That's true in New York, it's true in virtually every city. And that's where the real crime is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that get you killed. So you've got to, if you want to spend the money, put a lot of cops in the street, put those cops where the crime is, which means in the minority neighborhoods. So it's one of the unintended consequences is people say, oh my God, you are arresting kids for marijuana that are all minority. Yes, that's true. Why? Because we put all the cops in the minority neighborhoods. Yes, that's true. Why do we do it? Because that's where all the crime is. And the, the way you get the guns out of your kids' hands is uh, to throw them against the wall and frisk them. So you get, and then they start, they say, oh, I don't want that, I don't want to get caught, so they don't bring the gun. They still have a gun, but they leave it at home. So that's a kind of an interesting uh, perspective. And I have a hard time because, you know, if the stats bear what out, what he said out, that that's just logical to do it. But that is not something <laughs> that an old, rich, billionaire white guy should be saying running for the nomination of the Democratic Party. This is this goes against absolutely everything. Can you imagine Bernie and Warren supporters lining up for that? Can you imagine the woke left lining up for a guy who says, yeah, I mean, there's really only one description of, uh, of the, the perpetrator when it comes to, you know, murder and robbery. And it's always a minority. I mean, just to take out one uh, description and just Xerox it and hand it out to all the police. That's amazing. That's why we have to have all of the police in our minority neighborhoods. And people will say as an unattended consequence, you're, right, you're, you're arresting all these kids. Well, yeah, that's because all the cops are here because all the crime is here. Holy cow. It's interesting because I don't think a Bernie voter is going to Mike Bloomberg. I don't think in so. In a either. general election. No way. I think a lot of I them think they will, will stay home or freak fight, out or fight, light cities fight. on fire. Yeah. Or the other way, I mean, I don't know. The average Democrat who is okay with a, let's say, a, you know, Pete Buttigieg presidency is probably at the end of the day going to go ahead and vote for Bernie if he's the nominee. Uh, now, there's people in the middle who could be won over by a Bloomberg. Maybe some of those voters, uh, you know, in, in areas uh, that are Trump-friendly could be won over. And one interesting thing about Bloomberg, and despite the stuff that they're leaking today, we have this other tape, too, where we want to listen to this yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's play this This one is too. the audio from uh, Mike Bloomberg, another separate conversation about minorities and crime. They just keep saying, oh, it's a disproportionate percentage of a particular ethnic group. That may be, but it's not a disproportionate percentage of those who witnesses and victims describe as committing the murder. In that case, incidentally, I think we disproportionately stop whites too much Mm. and minorities too little. I mean, these are things that should not work in a Democratic primary. However, Michael Bloomberg has always had good ratings from African-American voters. He has a a 60 percent plus approval rating among blacks in New York. Um, And so it's not predetermined that he could not win black voters because of some of this rhetoric. What's interesting about what he says there is not, because there's always been this like sort of, Rand Paul makes this argument all the time, and and I've always found it somewhat frustrating. Libertarians do it all the time, which is, you know, the uh, black uh, people are disproportionately affected by arrests and the criminal justice system. Mm -hmm. And like, that may be true. However, it's not obviously true just because their numbers are higher 
when it comes to the percentages. There's our, it's it's a, a situation where you have to factor in where they live, areas with higher poverty rates. Um, obviously, we've had, we've had a situation for a long time, which seems to be getting closer to rectified lately with uh, black unemployment and black poverty levels where they have been higher uh, than other races, which is uh, something that everybody wants to get figured out and solved. However, when those things happen, you live in a higher percentage of blacks live in inner cities. Those are higher crime areas. So it would make sense that there would be a higher percentage of mm-hmm. African-Americans that are arrested. What he says there, though, is really interesting is he's not saying it's because they're committing more crimes. He's saying that witnesses are identifying them committing more crimes. So if a black person identifies another black person because they're in the same community and says, that's the guy, is that black person racist for pointing at another black person? I mean, like these things are uncomfortable and you're not allowed to talk about them. Um, But what Bloomberg's saying there is a logical approach and a logical result because not because of skin color, because black people are more predetermined to to commit crimes or by some overarching racism has a lot more to do with areas where you live, uh, poverty levels and and, and associated things. So here's the thing. Michael Bloomberg has higher ratings with uh, blacks, probably because he's instituting those things. And it's keeping people's neighborhoods safer. Mm. And everyone, I don't care what color you are, wants to live in a safe neighborhood. Absolutely. So he's doing that. The problem here is not going to be the African-American community, I, I don't think. I think it's going to be the woke left. Yeah, woke white people. It's the white people who just think they're the guardians of everybody that just know, oh, my gosh, I've got to think how degrading this oh. is. I've got to protect the poor African-American community because this is so insulting. Shut up. Uh, but they are they are going to be the problem. How do you have a party that has gone the way of the woke left endorse a guy like that? He's a white billionaire businessman. Part of me loves it. Because, like, I want them to freaking nominate a billionaire so bad. Just, it's just so satisfying. Oh, we can't have millionaires and billionaires. And then this guy comes in, the ninth richest man on the planet. It's like, eh, I'm just going to spend $300 on advertising in a couple months. And you'll all vote for me. And he'll be right. I want it to happen just for that reason. Just to show how pathetic they are. It's either the billionaire capitalist businessman or the millionaire socialist that's never worked a a day in his life outside of public service or something, you know, stupid. Oh, and it's so frustrating because I, I, I don't want Pete Buttigieg to be president. I do not think he would be a good president by any means. However, the arguments against him that Sanders is bringing up are so ridiculous. He's like, oh, well, this guy keeps going over there and he's, he's raising money from, from millionaires and billionaires. It's like he's the only guy out there on the entire stage who isn't a millionaire himself. Right, but he will be. He will be soon. He will, he be, will soon. be soon. If he's not already, he will be soon. Yeah. But, I mean, that is it is a pretty ridiculous argument to say that the big money is all in Pete Buttigieg. The, the guy who is, he's not even the mayor of South Bend. Does he even have a job? The guy, he's basically unemployed. Poor, poor former Mayor Pete doesn't even have a gig right now. Uh, think about, think about the election in the terms of the Tea Party with the Democrats or with the Republicans. The Republicans uh, were eaten 
by Donald Trump, the street. Yeah. And they kept trying to shove down our throats all kinds of people, same old people, same old people, same old people. Uh, And finally, the people got so sick of it, they were like, I don't care. I want that guy because he'll just he'll blow this whole thing up. Yeah, that's a possibility with Bernie Sanders that because they're going through the same argument. Are we going to go the traditional way and have more of the same where you vote for somebody and they really don't do it? Or are you going to have somebody who's just crazy? I mean, it's true. And, And we're seeing, Glenn, two elections in a row where things that have never before been attempted are being attempted. I mean, this is fascinating theater, if nothing else. I mean, Donald Trump is the biggest celebrity to ever run for president, right? I mean, bigger than Reagan. Reagan had become a political figure by the time he ran. Uh, Donald Trump was a massive celebrity, a guy who was not only— Ronald Reagan was probably a bigger celebrity in his day, but not in 1980. Right. So he was, he a, was fader, a political where, figure. He was yeah, a governor. Where, and where Donald Trump was directly from directly from celebrity and a guy who has been a big celebrity for 30 years, but mm-hmm. it had just come off a, a number one TV show. I mean, it had faded by mm-hmm. then, but still was a massive celebrity. Here we have Michael Bloomberg, who is doing something that has never before been attempted. Uh, now, Steyer is trying the same thing, but when you have $2 billion and the other guy's got 54 you get overshadowed. Mm-hmm. But they're both doing the, some, some, something that's never been attempted. He's skipping the fourth, first four states. I believe he's intentionally not taking donors because he was happy to avoid those debates. Why debate when you could sit here and run nonstop commercials unopposed in Super Tuesday states? The man is running an unopposed campaign in all of these states and basically nationwide. This Quinnipiac poll that came out today has him at 15%. He's in third place in this race right now. He's never debated. He's never debated. Now, they had to change the rules, and, and a, lot, you know, a lot of these Democrats were like, I can't believe they changed the rules for this guy. They changed the rules against this guy. I don't think he wanted to debate at all. He would have been happy to just say, oh, look, I couldn't get any donors, and sorry. Instead, they changed it so he can get now with no donors, because he's only got one donor. His name is Michael Bloomberg. He's got one donor, and now they're changing the rules so that he's going to have to go to the debates next time because all these candidates, they can't take shots at him. They can't do anything. They can't compete with him in these other uh, states because no one else before has been able to lose the media and momentum and fundraising stuff that happens with the first four states and winning them. So he can say, I don't care about any of those. I'll just go in there. I'll run in 12 states at the same time, unopposed, rack up my national numbers, And just sit here and wait. And look, if Sanders wins tonight, which he's the overwhelming favorite to do, he's going to be the overwhelming favorite in Nevada, there may be one opportunity in South Carolina for another moderate to put up a fight. But after that, it's just Sanders Bloomberg. And now you're going to have the Democratic Party having to choose between a socialist or a guy who was a Republican a few years ago. I mean, this is turning into a disaster for them, and I love it. Everything they despise. Everything they despise. They have... The regular Democrat has to now go with either a socialist, which the regular Democrat does not want to go with an avowed communist kind of socialist, you know, a Soviet socialist, Mm -hmm. or Bloomberg, (laughs) a rich white guy who was a Republican and, and I think is the most fascistic that I have seen run uh, over really anybody. 
He his fascistic because he implements it. Mm-hmm. Others may talk about it. He implements it and he advocates for it. He is a huge progressive, and I. It couldn't have happened to a better group of people. It really couldn't. <laughs> it's good eating. It is. Valentine's Day is three days away. All displays are out in the store. Ton of options to choose from. Can I tell you something? This it's on a Friday. It's on a Friday. This is the best time for Valentine's Day. Friday. So what happens on Friday? You you send her flowers at work, and she's a hero all day long. Mm. You're like, they were like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend didn't send me something like that. My husband, he's there. You have such a great husband. She, you're talked up all day long. It's gravy the rest of the night. You got it, man. What are you thinking? One eight hundred flowers dot com. Three days away. Eighteen red roses for twenty nine ninety nine or upgrade to the twenty four stem colorful rose medley and a vase for five dollars more. Now, if you want to be friends, get the colorful rose medley. If you, I mean, if you want to get the eighteen red roses, come on. What do you think? Send them to the office. It expires today while supplies last. Yes, I am admitting this is all a game. 1-800-Flowers.com. They pick the roses at the peak, ship overnight to ensure the freshness. 18 red roses for twenty nine ninety nine, or upgrade to the 24 colorful, uh, colorful rose medley plus the vase for $5 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click on their icon and enter the promo code back. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. Promo code back. Hurry. It uh, expires today. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So glad that you're here. Um, They are releasing, and I want to mention this before any of the nonsense starts again. I was on vacation, I think, the last time this came out, uh, a movie called The Hunt. And it's made by some people that I actually know. uh, And they were shocked the way conservatives reacted. Um, It is a, it's a hunt of Trump supporters, really. I don't know if they even mentioned Trump in it, but it's a it's a hunt of conservatives. Yeah, they say deplorables in it. Yeah, it was in one of the trailers, yeah. which was one of the main things right. that set people off. But the the conservatives are the ones that win. I mean, well, they. I don't want to say. The, yeah, it's a little conservative- bit more complicated than that. But like, yeah, you're it's a bloodbath. Yeah. It's a bad, like you know. I love it. I, love I know it's it's like a you know it's a it's a chainsaw kind of movie. We get to see a yeah, preview of it, uh, and like it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was it made some really unexpected moments. But the bottom line is, you're I watched rooting it all for, the way through. You're watching. You're. You're rooting for the Republicans the yeah, whole time. You are. Like, why Republicans would oppose right. this? Like, this is the and, type of thing that we beg for. And you watch till the end, and you're like, uh, wow, that's the the one who wins is the one you're like, that's me. That's me. Mm-hmm. It is 
It is a stupid movie that most of us won't see. If you're if you're into slasher movies, you're into a gore fest. This is fun. Yeah, I, it is a very I, I fun. A I thought yeah. it was really good. Yeah, I mean, like it's a, it's a really fun movie. It's like you know, you, it's you not know my the genre. genre. Right, it's but, not your genre. Yeah, right. but yeah, I yeah, but, but I can appreciate that genre. Yeah, and it is fun. Uh, but everything that you've heard about it, it, it's is wrong. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it, and it's. You're rooting for... I can't imagine any Bernie supporter being happy at the end of that thing. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't yeah. work out well for them. So uh, they're re-releasing it. When is it coming out this spring? Uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Mark. Pick Glenn back.